Welcome to another episode of the Quarantine Cowboy Talk podcast. I'm your host, Justin Sharp, currently joined by nobody. Later on, we will have a few other uh, students from around Central Oregon and some FFA members calling in. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, just coronavirus lockdown and things like that and how it's affecting us. Um, but first, let's go ahead and talk about where things stand right now and kind of go over some some new news. So school is officially out for the rest of the year in Oregon. I believe it was yesterday on April 9th, the governor made the announcement. Um, school is out for the rest of the year. We're still going to do online learning, but basically everything is canceled. All events, uh, FFA, prom, graduation for seniors. It, it sucks. It really does. So right now we're doing online learning and I would probably rate my experience as I would probably say a six, a solid six, because currently, I mean, it's it's nothing like an in-class environment. You're not getting teacher on student interactions, but I mean, it's better than nothing. So I would say that probably rate that as a six right now. I know it's probably way harder from some, for some other people, um, but for me, it's going pretty good. Uh, like I said, all events are canceled. There's no spring sports. OSA just canceled everything officially. Um, we were planning on having a joint county prom for the first time ever, and I think that was going to be on May 2nd. Nope, canceled. Uh, traditional graduation, definitely not going to happen because by the end of May, if you can't have an event like that, there's going to be no school in session anyway, so I doubt they're going to have that. Um, FFA shop skills, probably not going to happen. No school, no practice. Leadership camp, not going to happen in the near future. Definitely going to happen in June um wlc which wouldn't we wouldn't have gone on that this year but um which is our ffa trip to washington dc definitely not going to happen now if it happens at all this summer so uh some news for ffa officers we're going to have a zoom meeting on monday at 4 p.m uh this is not going to be just this year's new officers this is going to be 2019 2020 officers and 2020 to 2021 officers basically we're just going to discuss banquet options um just kind of leadership retreat kind of things, just basically what we're going to do going on since we can't do anything this spring. So now let's take a minute. We're going to get to talk about this with the guests here in a minute. But So I want to take a minute to talk about what I've been doing lately. So I've been doing a lot of work, agon is an exemption. Um, I've been a lot of doing a lot of schoolwork with online learning, and I haven't been quarantining. So here's a funny part. So when this outbreak started, I went to Bend. I th- we, well, a lot of us FFA members went to Bend. I believe it was... Um, I think it was the first weekend after school set, got shut down. So we went into Bend and we were going to do our, our officer retreat, which is basically where we all go hang out. And we ended up going go-karting. And this is kind of where everything's just starting to come forward in the U.S. I think Seattle was having outbreaks by then. But we went to a go-karting place, all of us, this huge group of kids. And, yeah, we didn't care. So that was the first time I went to Bend. The second time I went to Bend was actually last weekend because I had to buy grain for my FFA steer. Um, and it was definitely different the second time, uh, me and Joe Warden, a fellow FFA member, we went into Home Depot because he had to get some stuff to paint his house and, uh, there was people in masks and it's kind of, it's honestly depressing. You walk into a public place, you see people with the masks on, you see the, uh, like the rent-a-cops, the hired security outside the stores that are counting heads to make sure that everybody can social distance inside and you go in there and you just feel sick instantly. I mean, I don't know how to explain it, but you go in. And you have the pandemic in your mind, and you're like, oh, man, this is risky. And you walk in there, and everybody's, like, face mask and PPE, and it's just like, and I have a virus. So it's kind of hard to explain, but if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. And also, I guess it could be that I've been sick twice since this outbreak, only for short stints of time I've had a cold. So that's always nice. 
Uh, but now I want to take a minute to talk about some agricultural news. So agriculture is not locked down. Uh, it's having issues like the rest of the economy is because, you know, everything is locked down. But agriculture is deemed an essential industry. So I haven't taken any time off work for this pandemic, mainly just because, I mean, the cows have to be fed and the hay has to be grown. There's not really a way to work around it. I mean, farmers can't wait to plant their fields because of this lockdown, because in three or four months when everything is not locked down, you can't lose that money on that. Uh, so you, like I said, ranchers can't left their cows to be unfed and unattended because of coronavirus. I it just, it's not practical at all. Um, especially on say a larger ranch with a lot of employees. I mean, you have to work to do some sort of social distancing, I guess, but it's not like you can just drop everything. Cause I mean, they're, you're working with living animals. So here's some news. So potato and dairies uh, have been, this is just kind of agricultural in general, potatoes and dairies have been suffering massively. So, uh, Basically, since restaurants are shut down, there's less demand for food, which means prices drop. But um, on top of that, contracts get canceled, causing prices to drop further. So canceled potato contracts because fry sales from fast food have plummeted. That's a headline. Um, Four to $5,000 an acre to produce potatoes is the cost. So major losses there. I mean, other news, dairies are dumping milk for the same reason. They can't move milk. So I found an article, this is posted by uh, Bridge, Michigan's nonpartisan nonprofit news source. And let me scroll down here. So we have, on April 2nd, um, Whitmer, which is in Michigan, closed all K-12 schools for the remainder of the school year, collapsing a huge wholesale market for milk, cheese, and butter. So basically all dairy products. Uh, there was a surge initially, it says, because I mean, you know people went to the store and wanted to stock up on milk and things like that before, you know, uh, presumptively the stores either close or you'd have a hard time getting in but uh, there was no way that was going to match schools closing because you know schools buy a lot of milk and a lot of cheese and things like that for their food so it's just bad deal all around for Michigan and their uh, dairies and basically everywhere else and then I was listening on the radio this morning and it's also in this article that in states like um, Florida and California uh, growers are leaving things like strawberries, squash, and green beans just rot in the fields because all their wholesale markets dried up and the supply chains are so messed up by this lockdown that they can't move them. So, you know, prices are going to fall and yeah, it's just going to suck. Uh, the National Sustainable Agriculture Coalition projects $1.3 billion in U.S. farm losses from March to May. $1.3 billion, not million, billion. That is insane just because of a lockdown. So goes to show you Ag was doing all right. I mean, tariffs were kind of hurting it, but within a matter of three weeks, the greatest economy in the world is crashing to its knees. Pretty insane. So uh, I, we're going to take a quick break here, and I, I'm going to have Josiah Kershank on the phone with me, past, I guess, well, kind of in limbo, uh, Oregon FFA state president. So stay tuned. Hey, Justin. Hey, on the phone, we have Josiah Kershank. I would say, are you an in-limbo Oregon FFA state president right now? <laughs> I guess so. That's probably the best term you could think of at the moment. Okay, yeah, because I was thinking about that today. And, you know, state con- well, virtual state convention is over, but also there hasn't been any new elections. So how does that work right yeah. now? <laughs> yeah. So we're technically current, and the Constitution for Oregon FFA actually says we are the state officers until the next state convention. But uh, obviously, we think that Oregon State deserves a new team at some point. So what will likely happen is an emergency nominating committee will be gathered uh, as soon as they can, and they'll 
select six new state officers to replace us and then add a state executive committee meeting. How that'll work is they will have a slate of people to replace us. We will resign, and then they'll be installed as the new state officer team. Uh, and it won't be as grand or cool as it usually would be, yeah. but best we can do given the situation. So. Yeah, so that'll definitely go down in the uh, history book. So you're technically the longest-serving FFA state president right now, correct? To my knowledge, yes. Yeah, so crazy times we live in. So uh, you're you're in home and bend right right now because, I mean, you can't really do anything as a state officer if we're all in lockdown. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so what have you been up to, I guess, is just the way to put it. Everybody's kind of at doing their own thing right now. So what have you been up to? Yeah. Uh, spend a lot of time with the family. Um, some time and do some like exercise reading. Uh, it's crazy. you went from like no free time, it was constant free time. Uh, right now I'm actually helping build a fence for my, uh, for our house. And it's like, not like a normal fence, it's a decorative fence, which is like the most bad thing to do. <laughs> um, but it's, it's taking a lot of our time right now. So. Yeah. So have you been doing any quarantining or is that kind of, you know, is it, is it not that big of a worry for you guys? Yeah. Among our friend groups, uh, we're trying to follow the rules. Um, I'm not going to say I haven't seen any people like outside my family, but for the most part, I'm staying at home. And when I see people trying to stay from six feet away or whatnot, um, obviously there's a certain extent where it's like, yeah, it's kind of too much to ask to not see anybody. But at the same time, Obviously, trying to follow the rules, uh, trying to make sure that we can all, like, I can do my part to be socially responsible and trying to get through this thing. So yeah, I went to Bend. I think it was it was last Sunday, and it's it's weird. We went, me and my friend, we had to go to Home Depot, and it's definitely an awkward experience having to be uh, counted when you go into the store and out of the store, and when you go in, there's masks everywhere. It's it's definitely different. It is a strange experience. Yeah. Yeah, but. All right. Well, thanks for being on the podcast for this short little stint. Uh, be happy to have you back on any time. Sweet. Thank you, Justin. Thanks for having me, and uh, stay safe out there in Northlake. So. Yeah, you too. Best of health. All right. See ya. Yep. Bye. Hello. All right. On the phone, we have current Central Oregon FFA uh, Vice President Gabe Gibson. Well, hello, guys. Hey. So, well, it's just me. But um, so kind of today's podcast is all about what people are doing around Central Oregon and lockdown. Because, I mean, it's not like you can just go out and do normal activities, or at least for a lot of us. So, Gabe, what have you been up to since everything shut down? Well, you know, just the normal, normal things. Uh, I've been working. I work at the gas station in Culver. Uh, it's not the best job but oh so we're both essential we're we're both essential workers then yeah 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 Uh, yeah, it's kind of nice but yeah yeah i work there and then i also uh come home to the ranch uh and then just kind of clean the house because you know mom's bucket list is clean house and so she's uh quarantined also because she's a teacher at culver so man yeah Yeah, homeschooled by an actual teacher huh (laughs) <laughs> so is is like I know North Lake right now. I mean, basically, ag is the only industry here. So is Culver kind of the same, where it's not really that much of a lockdown besides school? Yeah. Uh, so Culver, we don't really have anything like Madras or Redmond to go do like a bowling alley or movie theaters. It's mainly an agriculture uh, community like North Lake. Um, we do have a little bit uh, more 
stores and stuff that people do go to. Um, we do have like a, a pretty big park in Culver. Um, but Culver people are pretty much paranoid, so they are sticking to the quarantine pretty well. Yeah, I've noticed here in North Lake, it's kind of a it's a pretty big divider because, you know, all the young people kind of just go out and do their normal work. But you can definitely tell that um, older people and then some others definitely are more worried than the average everyday Joe. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, at the gas station uh, a couple days ago, this guy got out of his truck and he was in like a full CDC suit. Like a hazmat suit? Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Full suit. And he, uh, I came out, asked him uh, if he needed some help pumping gas, and he flipped. Like, he started freaking out. Holy and, cow. Uh, he was like, get away from me. Six feet away. And I was like, oh, we're like 10 feet. He's like, six more feet away. <laughs> Move back. And I was, and so I got to I gotta get the confirmation that he can do it himself. And he's like, I need your help. And I was like, well, I can't read the, the, gas pump from here yeah well in oregon isn't it illegal to pump your own gas yeah so in oregon uh kate brown has passed a law until april uh 15th that everybody can pump their own gas oh okay so there's probably extend it okay yeah but culver i mean we've always kind of let people as long as it's gasoline not diesel pump their own gas. yeah that's how it is here but yeah i went to bend i think yeah it was last sunday i just Josiah Kershank was on the phone before you and I was telling him I went to Bend and it's definitely a weird feeling when you're going into you know Home Depot and you have to be head counted and there's people in there with masks and everything it's it's oh, it's yeah. weird yeah and then on top yep. of that I've been sick twice since this whole thing started so that's always fun yeah yeah I mean Walmart and Redmond has just announced uh, uh starting Monday that they will be only selling the essentials so no electronic stuff toys won't be selling it. Nothing closed. Yeah. No clothes. Because they're trying just, to keep people uh, out of there. Essential stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think you have to have a mask to go to through a drive-through now. I think I heard that on the radio the other morning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is one uh, one fast food restaurant in Redmond that is actually saying you may go through the uh, drive-through, but you will park in a parking spot, and they will come out. And you have to either have cash or write them a check, and they'll bring you your food out. Oh, so it's less of a risk of, like, coughing on somebody or something like that? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and then they're not having to take your card and then go bring it up and then come all the way back out and everything. Huh. I think part of it is just they are being lazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, all right, Gabe, well, thanks for being on the podcast, and we'd be happy to have you back on anytime. All right, thank you. Yep, bye. Hello. Hi, Jill. Uh, so on the phone, we have Jill Rudolph, um, North Lake FFA member and officer. So today, I want—I just wanted to have you on the podcast for a few minutes here. We're going to talk about kind of what we've been doing since the whole country's locked down. And then um, we're going to talk about some senior stuff since you are a senior this year. So to start off, what have you been up to? I mean, everything's kind of shut down. So what have you been up to lately? Well, um, I've been in the tractor brushing some pivot corners, working on scholarships, 
really actually just taking advantage of the weather. It's, it's been nice lately. Have, yeah, it's pretty great to not have that much stuff to do and yeah, just enjoy yeah, I life, think, I guess. I think I actually saw you the other day when you were brushing because I, I was driving that manure spreader and the horn didn't work, but I saw you wave at me, so I didn't know if it was, you knew it was me or not. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> But um, so, I mean, here in North Lake, it's got it's basically all agriculture, so there's not really a lot to be shut down except the school. Um, but have you been to Bend lately at all? I guess is what I was gonna ask. Um, yeah, I guess a couple of weeks ago, oh. um, we went to Bend, but um, was anything? It was really weird. Yeah. So <laughs> me and Joe went in on Sunday, and was there people with masks and everything when you were there? Oh, yeah. There was, uh, like, a pretty big divide between people that had masks and gloves and were super cautious. And then there was people that were, like, not caring at all. They didn't have gloves. They didn't have masks. They were like, well, we're shopping anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things we noticed is that um, it was kind of weird because you'd think that, you know, more older people would be wearing the protective gear and everything. But there was actually, it seemed like a lot of the younger people that were, like, you know, looked like they were more caught up with things. We're wearing the protective gear, and then there's a lot of old people who just didn't care. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's odd. <laughs> yeah, so school's been canceled for the rest of the year, which means that seniors are going to kind of have a tough time with graduation just because, I mean, they're going to get their diplomas no matter what you guys are. But um, what are your thoughts on, like, actually the graduation ceremony itself? Well, uh, I mean, it kind of sucks that we're not going to probably have the traditional graduation that you expect. Um, but honestly, if we have one and all, I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It will probably be later this summer, probably. Yeah. Cause but, I mean, I, I don't know much. <laughs> yeah. What was your graduation date to start with? Like, what would you have done before all this happened? For graduation? Yeah. Or just in general? Well, yeah, for graduation. Well, well um, I would have had to give a speech. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, she uh, would have had to practice walking and yeah. would have been putting together a slideshow and yeah. all that. So, I mean, it sucks that we don't get to do some of that stuff. We might still get to, but... Um, I'm still going to make a senior slideshow, and if we have a graduation ceremony or not, I'll, I'll make one and disperse it between the seniors. Yeah, well, so I think used to see it. Yeah, well, I think Lakeview. I think I heard Lakeview actually is doing their ceremony in August at least. So, I mm -hmm. think if yeah, we, I, heard that too. I wouldn't be surprised if we ended up doing something like that. So, all your work probably won't go to waste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, oh, and then the other thing, Mr. Waldron put this in here. Um, what are your thoughts about FFA banquet options? Because that's another thing that was supposed to happen, actually, I think like two days ago that got canceled, obviously. So what do you think is going to happen there? Well, I, I guess I can't be too sure of anything. We're not really, not really sure on when we're going to be able to gather, I guess, again um, with the continuing spread of the virus, at least in Oregon and in the country, but um, hopefully we'll be able to do something if it's this summer or this fall or something, just get something together so we can just really remember this crazy yeah. year and yeah. honor the honor 
kids that worked really hard, and I still think it's important that we have one. It just may not necessarily be a traditional banquet setup, I feel like. Yeah, my thought was that something's better than nothing, at least. So, I mean, yeah, get a little bit of experience for officers and how to organize things. But, I mean, if we have to keep it minimal, I guess we just have to keep it minimal. Yep. Yeah, but all right, Jill. Well, thanks for being on the podcast, and we'd be happy to have you back anytime. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yep, bye. Bye. Hello? Hey, Trent. Hello. Hey, so on the phone we have Trent Tobiason, um, North Lake FFA member and just kind of community member and same classmate and everything. So today on the podcast, Trent, I wanted to have you. We're just going to kind of talk about um, what we've been up to since everything's got di- shut down and you're an Eagle Scout. So later on, I wanted to ask you about kind of how that's affecting uh, your Eagle Scout dealing. So to start off, you know, what have you been up to lately? Um, well, the first school was officially transferred online. Uh, it just gave me the opportunity to catch up on my, my seminary classes and uh, a couple other online courses. Yeah, so um, we, yeah, so our online Klamath uh, Community College classes, how's that been going? Because aren't you taking the public speaking class? Yes, it makes me the same you. And um, yeah. Was given an opportunity to check that out. Yeah. So you've been doing a lot of work too on your parents' farm? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. It's always work to do. Yeah. Yeah. So um, have you been to Bend lately? I've been asking other people on the podcast this today, but yeah, have you been in Bend to Bend lately? Um, I was there like a week, but not. Yeah. So I went on Sunday, and when you were there, was there, like, the masks and the gloves? Was there a lot of people that, were, you know, were in total pandemic mode? I didn't actually see all that many. Oh, wow. The, um, relatively calm, but there were definitely, like, shortages of uh, some select items. Yeah, no no toilet paper. But me and, uh, me and Joe went into Bend last Sunday, and we went into Home Depot, and you walk in there, and I said this earlier, it literally, you walk in, and they're counting heads and everything to make sure they can social distance you. And you walk in, and it's just like you feel sick instantly because, you know, you have people in the gloves and the hazmat yeah, suits. Yeah. It's pretty weird. So um, yeah. has you're an Eagle sure. Scout. You've been an Eagle Scout for a while now. Um, has that has this really affected anything you've been doing there? Um. Well, like we haven't been able to host our regular activities um for quite some time now but uh yeah that's just about it yeah because you were going to lapine like once a week before weren't you have activities every wednesday and now this has been canceled oh and they don't do any online stuff for that uh no but well thanks for being on the podcast and i guess we'll probably have you back at another time so okay yep thanks for having me yep bye all right so those were our guests today on the podcast just kind of a quick rundown we ever had people from all the way from culver to here in north lake just and well even state officers who have been all over the state but 
that's been our podcast. Thank you for listening. You can find the Cowboy Talk podcast on Podbean at thecowboytalk.podbean.com and on the North Lake FFA Facebook page. Uh, it'll be linked there. And yeah, just make sure to like the podcast there on Podbean. Give us a comment. Tell us how we're doing. And thank you for listening. I will talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.